Hi, this is John DeLemme, and you're listening to Awaken Nation with Brad Salas. A huge shift is taking place on planet Earth. People seem to be waking up. Tired of the way things used to be, they are creating something brand new and changing the world we live in. My name is Brad Zalas, and I get to sit down with the next generation of idea makers, the disruptors, and the game changers. Everyday people, just like you and me, from all over, who are doing amazing things. Welcome to Awakened Nation. John, welcome to the show, brother. I see the American flag behind you. This is what it's about. America, the last four letters in American as I can, not I whine, not I complain. So I'm excited, Brad. You know, you and I go back to cassette tape days. You know, I got the set filled here tonight to talk about the evolution. I mean, I started teaching success from cassette tape days. Been teaching for wow, yeah. It's interesting. And well, we'll actually dig into my first book I wrote 19 years ago because in the first lesson, Brad, I talk about the victim mentality. <laughs> yeah, and man, I have ne- you and I are old enough then to realize I can't believe what's happening to our country. Uh, I've been blown away. And I, I, our guests are going to love uh, this moment on Awaken Nation because we get a lot of, uh, most of the news is actually left, liberal. Uh, they don't get a lot of conservative viewpoints. And I think this is going to be a fantastic uh, moment for them to, to just kind of drink in what conservatism is uh, and how it's saving the republic is what it's about. That's right. You know, what's interesting too is, you know, the Conservative Business Journal, we we founded about two and a half years ago and it kind of evolved out of, you know, my teachings. Like the first time I met you at an event with uh, Tony, if you remember, I've always had this lapel pin on. I've always yes. wore red and white and blue cross over my heart. I've always stood for the flag at every single event. I've done 1,018 live boot camps, mastermind events in 22 countries. And every single event I've ever done, Brad, we've had the flag up. So the core, for everyone listening tonight, talk about awakening. You know, awakening to me is you awake every day to a new day. And I believe today can be an awakening for you to step out in faith and realize things evolve. You know, I evolved into the Conservative Business Journal. and We involved, I've been podcasting for 14 years on my regular podcast. I remember I had you on years ago with Tony at one of the events we did in Michigan. Yeah, so been, yeah. And we just kind of evolved, you know, the word conservative. Like everyone listening tonight, to me, it, it's, not, it's not a political message. It's not a democratic or a Republican, it's a conservative, to, to conserve America's values of what created America, conserve, to protect. When you conserve something, it's to protect against things happening to it. So it's exciting times for those that are willing to listen, open up their minds, take some notes, and, and really share the truth. Absolutely. Yes. And we're going to dig into that. You know, my dad was a lifelong Democrat and a member of the NRA. And now that I just put those two sentences together... <laughs> people's uh, gears in their heads are grinding, but I'm going to read your resume. And this is a, a powerful you know, statement that you just started conservative business journal. Uh, so let me, let me get into this. The conservative business journal is the brainchild of John DeLemme that was birthed through his frustration and dissatisfaction of seeing businesses fearful of the repercussions they would face for standing on the conservative values and commitment to America's free enterprise system. As a strategic business coach, international speaker, podcaster, and author for over 18 years, John knew that he had to take drastic action that would give conservatives the strength to stand firm and build record-breaking businesses. The Conservative Business Journal will empower conservative businesses, entrepreneurs, and professionals to keep fighting for their right to live the American dream 
and maximize our capitalistic society. So, John, you got so frustrated, you started your own news network. Who does that? <laughs> Even as you read that, you know, I just turned 54 this week. I'm 54 years young. Nice. And I come from not shocking to all of you, the last name, Delemi, the dark hair, the dark eyes, and New York accent. I come from a, a heritage of immigrants. I came for Ellis Island. I always I was say the joke, Brad, that the reason why there's so many Italians named Tony is because it said two New York on their forehead. You know, they, they couldn't <laughs> And so my grandfather, who's my main mentor, is all of my books, all of my teachings. He started his business at 66 years young. He was born in 1900. You know, you mentioned Democrat and NRA. There's no yeah. Democratic Party left. It's the socialist radical left. That it, they're, yes. they're anti-American. They're anti-everything Americans. I mean, John F. Kennedy said, you know, don't ask what the country can do for you. Ask what you can do for your country, which is the complete the antithesis of a socialist. So when we look at this. I got so frustrated. And we created the Conservative Business Journal to give people the outlet to maximize capitalism. You see, capitalism allows God's gifts and talents to prosper and manifest. And the news has always been negative. Even years ago, when you saw me speak the first time at Tony's event, Brad, I've always used the analogy CNN was consistent negative news. I used that way before anybody ever taught. I've always used that because they, because they always broadcast negative news. So I'm taking my skill set, and I've written 22 books. I've produced an enormous amount of content by, by God's grace and blessing of my talent. And I'm giving entrepreneurs and business owners the right to stand strong with conservative values, which is based upon loyalty, customer service, talents and skills, and innovate. All of you listening, you know, educate yourself. The news right now is anti-American. It's just, it's, you know, there's no fact-checking. and It's just unreal what people say. I got into an argument uh, a few days ago with a good friend of mine who is a journalist and he said i'm wrong i'm wrong about all this well i tried to point out to him i said look buddy uh they're withholding information and if they do throw information out it's either at the wrong time or they are printing hearsay not facts not actual hey this is what happened you see this chaos going on and what I have trouble with is the left believes that their story that they're being told is the truth. And they're trying to make Trump supporters and even Donald Trump himself, our president, seem like he's some sort of crazy guy who's just making stuff up. Well, you can't do that. So you got to, if you're on the left and you're listening, you have to step back and say to yourself, well, why are these people so vehemently standing and supporting Donald Trump? It's because we see what is actually going on. We've let go of the message that is dominating our airwaves and kind of said, well, wait a minute, something doesn't make any sense. And we've probably been doing that, I don't know, my whole life. My father actually said, whenever a politician goes on TV, he's lying. We all used to know that. What went wrong, John? Can you tell us? What went wrong in these, these years? What, what went wrong was the swamp. People had political financial interests in, in being a puppet for people who were lobbyists who want something done. And right. Donald Trump in his early 70s got to a point where he said enough is enough. He loves the country. He's getting paid $1 every quarter, donating his salary. You know, when you talk about a mission, a passion, a purpose, and his why. So Donald Trump exposed the truth. And he's the only president who looks younger today than he did when he took off. So last night in Louisiana, it's about 100 degrees. He's going for two hours straight. He's passionate. It's his mission. It's his purpose. He loves people. Donald Trump is a disruptor. He's disrupting the, the, the status quo. He went into Washington and, and disrupted the swamp. And what's going on is 
The solid majority is not solid no more. It's a basic fundamental. He's telling the truth. You know, results. The results are in the economy is rocking. Law enforcement is rocking. We're the largest producer of oil right now in the world. Our economy is, is in China, 27th worst economy. And right now it's the 27th worst. The, the economy is the worst it's been in 27 years. Our economy is rocking. Law enforcement. Yeah. And what really infuriates me, what went on last week, and this is time sensitive being recorded, is President Trump eliminated the number one threat in the world, Baghdadi, and the yes. number two successor in ISIS. And Adam Schiff, who I wouldn't let watch, if I had a dog, watch my dog. The guy is a liar. You know, how could you get up in front? You talk to me. This is what's exciting. You see my passion go. And I've always talked about loyalty. I mean, I mean my first book I wrote, I, I wrote this, my first book I wrote 19 years ago. I talk about truth. You know, truth has no color. Very important. Truth has no color. And truth exposes liars. See, everyone who says you're a racist, racist, racist usually is the racist. And people who are saying people are lying and lying, you know, Pelosi says Trump lies. Yeah. Schiff says Trump lies. Who's the liar? Pelosi and Schiff. The yeah. squad. Who's the racist? Who's anti-Semitic? AOC is a complete dope. I mean, so as I get fired up about this, it's very, very important. And, you know, I want all you guys to understand this. It's all about the truth. Ask anybody. Just the economy. Yeah is stronger than ever. And on my second cassette tape I produced, I talked about China. You can ask my wife, Christy. We were engaged back then. Yeah. I, when you study world economics, China was taking advantage of the United States, and Trump always knew it as a businessman. Yes. And that's why, you know, you know, what happened was people turned the other way and looked at politicians like they knew they were. They, they were being paid by, by political interests and lobbyists. And right now, America is as strong as ever. I mean, when President Trump took over on, on two things he did, first thing he did was he uh, did executive orders to turn back the, all the abortion laws that you know, Obama put into place. And number two, called all the military and said, take your rules of engagements off. And they said, sir, we have no ammunition. When President Trump took over the military, wow. we were the weakest we ever been in the history since the country was started. And you know, peace through strength, if you had no ammunition, you will fail. And that's wow. what Obama, Obama for eight years, and I, I stayed quiet for eight years, what he was put into place was, was yeah. serving other countries. And it's so important for all of you to realize that's why it's okay. You know, I've been on Fox Business News and I've been on, I've been featuring a life set, Real Clear Politics and, and World Net Daily about the business and entrepreneurship. And the biggest thing that went viral when I was on Varney and Company was when Stuart Varney asked me, so John, when people walk up to you, the average person, and they ask you about President Trump, what do they they say, I say, they look over the left shoulder, look over the right shoulder and go, John, I'm voting for him. That happened to me in New York City. I was uh, running around. I, I, after a, a meeting, I went into a private room and three, four people came in. They shut the door and very sheepishly looked around because it was right. gla glass walls. And they leaned in real close and they said, we love what Trump's doing. Oh, yeah. and, these were, and these were people of all backgrounds. These weren't just a bunch of white guys. This was black women, Latinos. Uh, one dude has been a friend of mine for like 20 years. He was just like, I, I love what Trump's doing. And people don't realize, you said it best, we want the truth. Y'all want this hucksterism that's going on. Or I like, to, I like to use the word bamboozled. We've been bamboozled, folks. Every time they go after Trump, they accuse him of what they're already doing, you know, oh, which yeah. is, you know, Joseph Goebbels, uh, what we call a playbook. And so they go after Trump and accuse him of being a Russian spy. Well, they're the ones who are in Russia making millions, okay? 
turns out Trump wasn't doing that. Yeah, he's got hotels over there, but his son's running the business while he's president. And then you turn around and then they go, oh, you know, he's the one who, who told the Ukraine to do this and that. And, and it turns out it was Joe Biden. And all their kids, all their kids are working over there. I can't understand why the news hasn't walked away from these hucksters. And that's what they are. You know, you said something earlier. You said journalist. Yeah. You know, and I, I always go back to my first book. I talk about journaling. Inside the word journalist is journal. What that means is you listen, you take notes, you write, you report what you heard and learned. There's no journalism is dead. I agree with Sean Hannity. Oh, yeah. Journalism is when you hear something, write it, journal, and report the news. There's no news out there. And no. that's why, you know, you know, 10 years ago, who would have ever thought the sports authority is out of business? You mark my words, CNN, MSNBC, ABC, NBC, mainstream media is going to, they're going down. We here at oh, Conservative yeah. Journal, our podcast, the CBJRealNews.com, is skyrocketing. I've interviewed Angel Moms, and I, I've, I, I've, I've, yeah. I've interviewed Jordan Sekulow, who's the, who's the son of Jay Sekulow. I've, I've, I've interviewed Stephen Rogers, who's on, who's on Trump's advisory campaign. What's amazing, yeah. you mentioned Latinos, you mentioned the Hispanic. Yeah. Based on when you release this and so forth, I'm doing a major event here. And Florida's a battleground. You know, yeah. we're doing a major event on November 16th here. I'm bringing Jesse Halkin in from California, a nice. former gang member, shot, paralyzed, started Lexit. The Latino Democratic egg people started Lexit. It stands for the Latinos Exiting the Democratic Party. Yes. We have stories. Now, these, these Latino Hispanic champions, I've interviewed Jesse and, I, and I, I've interviewed Marco, who found Latinos for Trump, he's famous when he was on MSNBC. And he said, if you don't build a wall, if you don't reform our immigration, you're going to have taco trucks in every corner. And it went viral. Yeah. Latinos and Hispanics that have dealt with socialism. Socialism turned into communism. You know what infuriated me was when Obama, when Obama was in Cuba with Castro standing next to the, literally the, the, the communists who, who killed everyone. I, I, I interviewed Santiago Olivia Jr., who runs the Republican National His Hispanic Assembly of Florida, where his grandfather was a political prisoner in wow. Cuba because he, because he spoke against Castro. It's just yeah. amazing. And all of you have to realize that I'm, I've been blessed to be now great friends with some of the greatest Hispanic yeah. Latinos in the country. And they are fired up and focused because they understand socialism. It, it, it's, it's not a game. I mean, it's. I mean, I'm looking at actually looking at the flyer, work, you know, for, for the wow. event, and, and and the first thing here is how to recognize the dangers of socialist Democrats in America. Socialism steals from people. Socialism yes. becomes communism. Socialism yes. becomes government control. It, it's so deadly. And then you talk about like like you said, your dad's a member of the, the NRA. I mean, without our, our Second Amendment. That's that's when you look at all the communism. Please continue because this fascinates me. First, how do we get a hold of you? Uh, I know people can go to conservativebusinessjournal.com uh, to read the news to get in touch with you, but where else can they get a hold of you, John? They can take a look at all the podcasts you've done also by going to cbjrealnews.com. And also, you guys can call or text our office at 561 847 3467. 561 847 three, four, six, seven. And it's amazing what a solid majority is rising up, you know. Well, they're and, tired of it. Oh, it's just, and it's, it's amazing too, because we were, we were, Florida's a battleground. We were battling here because if Gillum, Angel Gillum ever got into Florida, we would have had, we were literally 
Well, two things. When Hillary was running against Trump, if Hillary won, we were moving to Costa Rica. Because <laughs> Hillary would destroy this country. You guys don't realize. I mean, she is – she – I mean, look, come on. Or any of you would have would – especially those of you. I mean, there's no – I mean, can you imagine John F. Kennedy right now saying, oh, Hillary, it's okay to, to, to bleach bit your computer drive. It's okay to smash, you know, your smartphones. It's okay to yeah. smash your computer. What's, I mean, now all of a sudden, like Epstein – how is Epstein suicide? That's he was murdered. He's part of Clinton body bag. And let's be yeah. realistic. Well, there's a little piece of news that uh, the 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 mainstream news just buried. The Clintons had a major fire on their property, which destroyed their computers and servers. And just so was, happened, it just, it just happened yeah. to be a fire on there. You know what's it just happened to be a fire. They yeah. had a Secret Service living on the property. They had a house built for the Secret Service, and then they charged the Secret Service. A certain amount of uh, monthly rent, and that covered their mortgage. The U.S. government basically paid their mortgage for their house in New York, and they they had a fire uh, just before Trump took office. There, you know, and everybody sits around like this is just a coincidence. And trust your leaders, trust your trust your your mainstream news. They know what they're doing. And I mean, there's no news left. I mean, there's. No, there's no news left. I mean, I, I mean, I even started I last week. Stop! I stopped saying mainstream. Mainstream sucks. They suck. They're horrible. Yeah. I mean, they. It, it, it is because, you know, I get. I guess I get to the point in my life. You know, I've been through so much in my life. Mid mid fifties right now. All I can do is share people the truth and give an opportunity to 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 really become the best they could be. And you know, I, I've had people. I've had I've had people call my wife and I racist. I've had people walk up to one of my best friends who's an incredibly he's in great shape. He's a black guy. Runs a gym here walks in there and says, hey, you know, the dilemmas work out here and be careful, they're racist. He's like, are you effing out of your mind? He's one of my best friends. You know, I always say truth yeah. shows the color. Right. You know, you get to a point, for all of you listening, allow yourself, allow yourself to take a nugget of wisdom and question it. See, quite, see a debate, you question with facts. Because right. liberals just yell and scream. I yeah. mean, Antifa is, is a domestic terrorist organization. I mean, George Soros funds all the stuff. I mean, Beto O'Rourke, you talk about financially. Beto yeah. O'Rourke, between running against Ted Cruz in Texas and running for president, Brad, this is what drives me crazy. It was close to $190 million he burned through for his campaigns. Come on. That's 20% of a billion dollars, and a guy didn't have a shot in a doctor to win. I don't, I don't understand how anybody would be at his rallies. The guy... We, what has happened, John, is people don't know. There is such a thing as wrong thinking and wrong speech. And right. people don't understand that when someone stands up and just starts spouting off a bunch of stuff, we used to know, well, that's just crazy, not even to be considered. Walk away from that clown. Now everybody gets a platform. Everybody's special. Nobody has to be judged on anything. Well, the guy is, is spouting Marxism, communism, and no one stood up and, and stopped him. I want to get back to the people uh, who are exiting the Democratic Party. We sure. have the Blexit movement, which is blacks, uh, black Americans leaving the Democratic Party. Um, uh, Brandon Straka, who started uh, the walk away movement, he was the first to kind of say walk away from the Democratic Party. And now we have the Latinos, uh, the Lexit, who, who are walking away from the Democratic Party. And the mainstream news, ladies and gentlemen, is reporting this as, oh, it's a little movement. There's a couple of people over there, and they're, they're walking away. No, millions are walking away, and the oh, yes. news refuses to cover it. I mean, Lexit, Jesse, 
has over 140,000 people on his Facebook page. He started a one year ago. They had a they had the one year anniversary this past Saturday in California. It's right. exploding because you're educating people on facts and you're giving it. You know what President Trump did is gave a voice to the majority, solid right. majority. And I was talking about right. conservative business journal is not the Trump journal. It's a conservative business journal because when Trump wins in 2020, a landslide. You think they're out of their mind now, Brad? It's going to yeah. be an all-out warfare because they're going to lose their mind because they they don't realize that no matter how much they try to, you know, say negative things, people eventually wake up about the truth. And I always tell people it's called the circle of five. Everybody knows five people that they're friends with, that they're associates with. And all of us, I mean, just, I mean, every single day people are asking me about Trump and President Trump. And I, I, I say three things. Those of you that, especially those of a Judeo-Christian faith, People always ask my wife, how, how, how could you, how'd you vote for Trump to two things? He was, he was conservative for conservative judges. He was pro-life and pro-Israel. As of right now, and you talk about the root of Obama. For all of you, Obama just sat back, took a big check and destroyed the country. He, he left 140 judge spots open. It was 140 openings for judges. As of yesterday, President Trump has put in 158 conservative judges in spots. And it, no one's ever put that many judges in except George Washington. So Obama did nothing. And obviously put the two Supreme Court justices in. I mean, look at Kavanaugh. I actually interviewed, which is a great interview, Kerry Savino, who's the co-author of the book, The Justice on Trial by Brett Kavanaugh. I mean, that was a blatant lie. I mean, you can't say gang rape. I mean, oh, yeah, he gang raped me. People can think they, I mean... The guy, people think they can just say that. It's amazing. And, he, and, and you see yeah. that passion get so fired up because people have to wake up and stand your ground. That's why we talk about battleground. I mean, Florida is a battleground. I mean, yeah. the amount of groups we get kicked out of, I mean, for a while, our emails were not going through a conservative business journal in the, in the URL. I mean, wow. Florida is a liberal state. And, and it was, you know, Gillum, Gillum, I mean, DeSantis beat Gillum just by a little bit. And now, I mean, they are, they are going hard here in South Florida. Just Andrew Gillum was just here a few weeks ago. Right. Uh, Biden was just here last week. Omar, who's anti-Semitic, who's a Muslim, who wow. got elected because Obama put 90,000 Somalians in her district, which was a position to be elected. And the CARE Foundation, which is, an, which, which is a terrorist group in America, what's a scary part. This is why, we, this is why guys... We have to educate people and get people to vote because as of Tuesday, 34 Muslims took office in America. And that was all, that was all promoted on the, the CARE Foundation. So all of you have right. to realize that we got to conserve American values. We got to rally up. We got to get out of your house and out of behind the computers and go out and really tell people what's going on with America. I mean, the yeah. military is stronger than ever. The economy is stronger than ever. The conservative judge is stronger than ever. So it's, it's just really, really phenomenal. But, the biggest battle, Brad, is the millennials. Yeah. The millennials, I mean, it's, I mean, if I, if I was in my early 20s, I probably wouldn't go to college. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's, it's just they found ludicrous. Through the years, baby boomers, there was kind of a balance between Republican and Democrat, conservative and liberal. Not liberal, left, you know, or not sure. even left, just Democrat. And yeah. – uh, then they did studies through the years and they found out 65 to 70% of millennials uh, are liberal, not, not left, not Democrat, liberal, which means the, anything can go. Now, they don't want to pay for these liberal programs, but they want socialism. 
well, where does that come from? And then there's, they haven't been taught properly is all it is. And if you're a millennial listening, uh, uh, the words I'm telling you are truth. I am not against you. I'm not upset with you. You just have a lot of your education has been removed because if you hate boomers so much and you don't want to pay for their social security because now they're retired and they're lazy and they, you, you don't, why should I be paying for your retirement, old man? That's socialism. Okay. You, you, you hate it, but you love it, but you don't understand when you actually physically see it. And we have six healthcare programs in this country right now. I personally believe that these programs that these people put together are slush funds and oh, the yeah. government is the casino. They take all the money and they trickle back 20% to the people that it was actually supposed to help. And so we're sitting here with a government that keeps getting bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. And at some point, uh, the population can't pay the bill for this giant that's in front of us. And they haven't been taught any of this at all. I mean, you mean like Elizabeth Warren's $52 trillion free yeah. Medicare for all? I Who's going to pay for this? I mean, anybody with a brain, let's, let's be realistic. Bernie Sanders, Joe Biden, you can't remember what city he's in. God yeah. bless him. He's a great guy, but, you know, his time is done. Joe Biden, Bernie Sanders, Elizabeth Warren. Can you imagine them running this country, Brad? Let's be realistic. I mean, can you imagine? Bur but the issue is all of you have to realize when Trump will win in a landslide in 2020, but we have to get out and vote, make it happen. Yeah. 24, you're going to be, I mean, you're going to have a communist Marxism person running for presidency. Right. That's why we have to serve, and we have to build some, See, my whole goal with Conservative Business Journal is take all my marketing, all my marketing and motivational skills that I've, I've, I say this humbly, proven over 20 years, is we have to rise up billionaires. I'm looking to rise up multi-millionaires and multi-billionaires with the right heart and the right finances to fund and build the right companies and fund the people. Because George Soros is the funder. You know, I talked about it. And someone said last week, oh, don't let me just talking about money. I said, okay, let me go back to lesson number three. In my first book I wrote, see what's good for me right now, Brad? Is everything that people I aggravate them about right now? I wrote 19 years ago. I, I talk about being a giver. I talk about tithing. I talk about isn't that amazing? I, I, and, and then the second book I wrote, Champions of Born Losers of the May. People go, oh, Delemi was Delemi was for abortion. He was for abortion. I said, okay, I was okay. All right, all right, you moron. Let me read. This is the second book I wrote. This is the third book I wrote. Third book I wrote. Christy. This is like 60 <laughs> years ago. We're well, getting older, bro. <laughs> oh, yeah. It says right here. I mean, because I, I shut somebody down last week. I said, look, let's do a live stream on Facebook. I said, I'll read from my book. Are you talking about me? I said, you know what you're talking about. I said, introduction, you are a champion. Have you ever thought about the fact that you started life as a champion? It's true. Everyone's life begins as a sperm. Of the millions of sperm launched, only one gets through to fertilize the egg and begin the creation of a human being. Therefore, every person who has ever lived began as that one in a million. Right. <laughs> they surmounted every obstacle was stronger than millions of others and achieved the goal of uniting with the egg to begin the beautiful and mysterious creation of a born champion. Everyone's born a champion. I've been pro-life for many, many years. And when I saw what Obama put in, I mean, it, most, most people didn't even know what the word infant side was until that moronic governor of Virginia. When I say people, what is it? I say it means homicide. You know, homicide, the, the, the murder of an adult. Infant side. You can, I mean, it's disgusting. And yeah. all of you have people that, I mean, I was telling people, you cannot be someone who, and, and who goes to church and then vote Democrat. You understand what you're voting for? I mean, you're voting for some really demonic people. I mean, it, right. it's not a JFK party anymore. It is a socialist, democratic, 
anti-American. I mean, open borders, free healthcare, yeah. confiscating your guns, taking a Bible out of the school, and, and, and allowing people to have abortion up until the, the ninth month and five minutes. It's, it's grotesque. It's horrible. This is uh, shocking to any of us who grew up, uh, you know, in the past 50 years in America. We watched it change so dramatically. And this assumption, you know, I've lived in New York City. So have you, John. And oh, yeah. we're the greatest melting pot in the world. Um, right. I, I feel blessed every day that I know people from, from Africa, from Ghana, Cote d'Ivoire, uh, people from France, people from Germany, Australia, all over the world. And you know you have to navigate like 15 accents every day in New York City. So when people turn around and say, well, you're a racist or something, I just look at them and go, my wife is black. Do you know that? Hello. <laughs> I, I actually had uh, a liberal say that I was the worst racist of all because I was hiding my racism with a wife who was black. I said, wow, 20 years, I've been hiding it pretty damn good, right? <laughs> I mean, that's just, I mean, I don't people, you know, all of you, people are like the ultimate morons. And what this has done, you know, Trump, because I have, whole, like, like when I do my events now, like I, because we started a movement called Keep the State Red. Yes. Yeah, a website called keepthestatered.com. My wife and I were blessed to be volunteers of 300 people at the Orlando rally when President Trump officially announced his run in 2020 with Mike Pence. And we and we, we got into the rally before anybody was there, and we took a selfie, and we took a picture. That's the deal. That's where the Orlando Magic plays. It's the Amway Arena. You're looking around, it's 20,000 empty seats. And then people came in, and, and it, they, it came in groups of usually one person or two people. And when the arena filled up, and you know, uh, Dr. Sebastian Gorker, you know, Sebastian Gorker's a big influencer. We actually were we actually sitting right next to him on, on the floor. We were... 30 feet away from the president of the United States of America during that riot, I looked up and I said, this is unreal. I've never, I've been obviously sporting events. This is, America is back. And, you, and then and God's given me the gift of marketing. And I, I said, keep the state red. So we have to keep the state red. And we're actually going to be doing our first event in New York called turnthestatered.com. And yes. I'm going, we're going right. I mean, there's, there's a whole group of New York City deplorables, which is pretty awesome. So, you know, nice. what's exciting is that when people just speak stupid stuff, just, just repeat it back to me. Say, let me just say something to you. So I've disguised, camouflaged my racism by being in love with my wife for 20 years. She happens to be a darker skin color than me. Like, like, like my grandfather trained us. Everybody's clear. Because yeah. I'm not white. This is white. I mean, do, do I look like this? <laughs> right? no. Right. This is white. I'm not white. No. I mean, and this is black. I mean, is this, is this your wife? This is not no. black. This is black. He's color. Everybody's colored. I mean, right. you know, guys, so you know, truth has no color. You people get so stupid. I know. Racist. Trump are right there. None of them. None of them were, 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 were man of Trump the week before he was running. So which is, but I always tell people when they say something stupid, I say just repeat that because I, yeah. I want to write it down. Let, let me let me write what you said. So Trump is a racist. And I said, well, the economy's rocking. You have a 401k? I told everybody, your 401k is up 74%. Just saying. And I was talking about my wife's family's from Tennessee. And Obama destroyed the economy up there. It's all factory workers. It's three hours, three hours away from oh, the closest wow. airport. All the factories were shut down. Everybody is working. Everybody got to, I mean, everybody's working. Right, Christy? Yeah. I mean, every single person is working. We went up there. Wow. We go up there every six months to visit my mother-in-law and the family. We were there. When we go last time, this is, we were there in, I guess yeah. April, right? And we went up there. Oh, no, it was it was Fourth of July. And we drove up there. And I for the first time, you know, Brad, you're gonna you're gonna this big time country. 
I said, there's a 24-hour gas station here. Like a 24, 24 hour, seven yeah. day a week, big gas station, because everybody's working. They're building their second hotel there. Yeah. yeah. I mean, this Cross, is all of you listening. I was telling you, look, I say it all the time, because I get so tired of the, because you talk about, and I always tell people too, if you move from, from New York to Florida, keep your liberal, the reason why you're moving here is because, because you're, because you can't afford a taxes. So keep all the stupidity up there and vote red. Yeah. Well, they you forget know. that. People are migrating uh, from California to Coeur d'Alene, Idaho. And a friend of mine told me uh, they have, you know, they have a social services office up there. They can't keep up because these people are starting to demand things they had in California. It's like, look, we don't do that. In Pennsylvania, they'll give you a car uh, if you're on welfare. They'll give you a car to go drive and find your, you know, a, a job. It's, it's astounding what has happened to America. And I want to go over this a little bit. This is something that it's near and dear to my heart, but it, it bugs me. Our public school system has become nothing more than a, a, a Fabian cesspool, if you, if you know oh. what Fabianism is. Um, people don't realize if you go before 1776, we didn't progress very much on planet Earth. As a matter of fact, kings lived in what we would consider poverty today. And you may not know this, but the average person lived pretty much the same way they did in 1500 AD as they lived in 1500 BC. But after 1776, 94% of the world's growth, prosperity, and invention and advancement has taken place in the last 250 years. And it's all because of the United States of America. We were the shot heard around the world that told the dictators, the royals, the, the kings and the queens, we aren't putting up with this anymore. And we created a system where we turned that pyramid upside down where the king was at the top, and now they put the individual at the top, and they told the government what to do. Without sovereignty and liberty and the respect of the government for the individual and your right to own property outright without taxation on it, that is the cornerstone of true capitalism. Without it, you can't do anything in this world. And if you look around the rest of the world, guess who is the last country in the world to give the individual freedom, sovereignty, and rights? And that is the United States. And if you That's know right. anything about the new world order and all these governments that want us all to you know, bow and, and kowtow to the United Nations, guess what? We're the, last, we're the last stronghold on planet Earth, ladies and gentlemen, because... If we go, the only kind of people you're going to see on earth are rich and peasants. That, I mean, that's, that's, that's socialism. That's, that's socialism. A, Brad, that's, that's brilliant what you just shared. Do you have a writing about that? I'd like to feature you as a contributor to the Conservative Business Journal. Can you, sure. can you write something? Do you have an article like that? Or just a, Absolutely. I'd love to put you on it. Yeah, something yeah, I would love to put you on What you haven't been taught. <laughs> in, uh, I think point. it's important. I mean, you got to realize yeah. 1776 and under one nation, under God, a pursuit. You know, I, I have one of my, you know, I've written all the quotes. This is one of my quotes I've written recently. Socialism steals opportunity and capitalism creates opportunity. Yes, See, that is true. creates, socialism steals. It, it, it's, it's really black and white. I mean, that is a white, that is a racist yep. issue. That is white and black. Socialism yes. does nothing but steals and it manipulates and it's, you know, it, it just starts with a, a, a big lie. You know, who was the rabbi we heard speak at? We heard a, a rabbi speak. We've been blessed to be more live a few times. You know, I'm, I'm like the ultimate Trump guy. I'm white. I'm a business owner. I'm married. Yeah. I'm, 
My wife, obviously, you met Chrissy many times. We've been together yeah. many years. She's white. She's a lawyer. She carries yeah. a gun. So I'm nice. like, the left hates me. Right. <laughs> no, I mean, you know, I've I've always I've always read red, red, white, and blue. I've been going to church for twenty years. I talk about yeah. tithing in my first book. I mean, I'm like the worst, the left liberal, just but guy just positioned us for this, right? And I, and I tell everybody when you, when you look at what went on, when you know when when you're in America and you're given opportunities to prosper, and capitalism allows people to innovate, allows people to really allows people to produce. And when we when we heard the rabbi, they said that, and he talked about in a in a Judeo-Christian faith matters. He says the way the devil works, demonic forces work, they throw a big lie out there and it gets you, wait a minute, could that be true? Then they, then they stay consistent feeding little lies. Before they, before they move it, is they move the barometer to like, well, you know what? Maybe they aren't too crazy, that is. And he was going off about ALC and the anti-Semitic statements. I mean, you have to realize what President Trump did with Israel and Golan Heights. I mean, I've had people who've been in Israel. I have a great friend of mine, David, who I've spoken for 20-something times is he runs the largest real estate investment club in, in, uh, in really the country. And I've spoken for him like 22 times at his events in Florida over the years. Tony's met him. He actually spoke one of my events with Tony. And uh, he's, he, was, he voted Democrat. He knows where we stand. But as he heard the anti-Semitic statements, he, he will be voting Republican. He will vote for Trump in 2020. Because, the, because what Trump did in Jerusalem with Israel is of biblical nature. You have to, some of yeah. you have to understand this. Trump has no one to answer to. The guy is in his early 70s. He's, he does the rallies. He's there for two hours straight going. Yeah. And he earns a dollar. He's there because his mission, his purpose, Donald J. Trump, the President of the United States, his mission and purpose is to protect, preserve, and allow Americans to, to really prosper. And prosper yeah. in America. Why, why millions and millions of lives have been sacrificed with all the wars so we can be free. Yeah. Really unreal what's going on. So the facts are facts. And the, the wacky liberal left, they try to intimidate by these big lies. And I, and oh. I look like big old walk with yeah. my hand, by the way. See, I got the big old <laughs> But you know me. I've you're a, you're Italian, brother. You got to talk with your hands. Come on. I lived in New York long enough to know how to go, hey, you know. I mean, it's just, I mean, I mean, it's well, look, capitalism, you have no, if there was no capitalism, you don't have a cannoli. How could you live without a cannoli? You couldn't. You, <laughs> the, I remember the first time I had a cannoli. Not too many people can say that. I moved to you New York City. Want to hear a funny City. story, Brad? Yeah, go ahead. Story. And in, in a few past years, and last my, and I've always been working. I because I, I know you're like a lethal weapon in uh, martial arts and so forth. And I, I've yeah. always been working out, doing all this stuff. So a few years ago, I started to go more vegetarian and then whole food, plant based. Long story short, my wife and I've been vegans now for about three and a half, four years. So yeah. I'm like, I'm like the, the left, I confuse everybody because we have a website called vegansfortrump.com. <laughs> That's great. And now, you know, you know, we've been online, you know, you know, we run all the websites, all the stuff we get yeah. away online, you know, all the digital recordings and eBooks. Every single morning I wake up, Brad, the number one website we have for new opt-ins, people want to know what's going on, is vegansfortrump.com. You're kidding. That's I'm incredible. Kidding. Hey, I, mean, I got a conservative business journal. Vegans, I got to tell you. I take all the wacky climate change. I say, wait a minute. So you're in climate change. Let me ask you a question because I get hammered. Up. Do you eat meat and dairy? I'm just saying. I just ask a quick question. If you're not a vegan, shut up about climate change. Right. Wow. You hammer them. I mean, it's, I mean, we shut down a lot of them, right? I mean, the kids, because you've been, because I've been, I've been blessed to be a writer for Life Z, you know, the Laura Ingram and I had Life right. Z. We, we were down here in Miami at the Democratic debate. We were down there writing for them and, 
I write the communication skills and just how they, they, they don't know what they're doing. But I, all these young kids come by climate change. Excuse me. I said, climate change. You're eating a McDonald's hamburger. I'm just, I'm confused. And they're like, well, climate change, we're going to die. I said, you have no, no idea what you're talking about. Who would ever thought that my veganism would be something we've been using for, I mean, vegans yeah. for Trump, it's hysterical. But guys, and, you know, at all my events, we serve, you know, at my events, we serve steak, chicken, eat whatever you want. Yeah, I don't push yeah. my, the way I eat it on others, but it's, it's just classic when, uh, when, when all that, I mean, it just drives me crazy. Like, how could he be pro, pro Trump? And he's a vegan. How about that one, Brad, huh? Well, that, that's called America. You know, I don't have to be, you know, Kanye West said it a couple of weeks ago. I don't have to be what you've told me I should be. That picture you have in your mind of what I'm supposed to be and who I'm supposed to vote for, that's, that's right. not America, bro. America I mean, is I have the freedom to choose. I mean, look at Bur I mean, look, you know, last week you had AOC in Minnesota doing a rally with Bernie Sanders. Those, those, those two, two couldn't park a car in a parking lot. But people say, how does it happen? It happens because people stay home, see nice people. We always say nice people finish last because they're nice, they're respectful. Right. You know, I mean, I cannot believe what's going on with, you know, we've eyewitnessed. My wife was there's, down here. Actually, we're going to see Donald Trump Jr. tomorrow He's doing a book signing here. Nice. Garden. So there is a corner in, in, in Palm Beach Garden. What's it called? Trump Corner, right? They do flag waving. Well, for the first time ever, they had to call the cops last week. And they got permits, and it's, it's, they've done it for many times. They all they get together, they, they wave the flags and Trump flags. Well, literally a car drove and did and, and did a, and spun out and did a donut. Almost trying, he was making a joke. He was trying to hit the making a joke. Then, then the cops ended up getting him. And then, and then a liberal lawyer just started to walk in a crowd and started screaming and yelling. So they had to call the cops on on them. I had a woman. What do you think she was like? Seventy five years old. Like Brad, she comes up to me screaming at me, yelling at me in my face at, down at the Democratic debate in Miami. I just started laughing. I said, "Why are you? You're like, what do you? What do you want me to do? Hit you? You're like yelling at me." Racist! Look at you, you bigot, xenophobic! You hate. I, yeah. I said, "What do you?" And what happens is one loudmouth quiets ten people that are nice. And yeah. That's why. That's why we have to rally up, be around the right people, and we have to yeah. show up and vote. We have uh, to vote red in November third. It's November third, right? Twenty twenty. Yeah, and you have to, yeah. folks. We're not talking about hating the left or anything like this because a real Democrat I get along with really well. It's when people go really far to the extreme left and they start getting upset and they want to scream at you and they're like thinking you're destroying America. No, we're actually trying to protect America. This is the last stronghold. This is the last star on the hill that protects the world. And if this is gone, there is no safe space. You talk to anybody in the world who comes from a communist country, a socialist country, any place where there was a dictator, and they come to the United States, they will tell you this is the last place in the world that is safe. This is the last place in the world. I was on Chinese-American television yesterday, and they were actually talking about how the government shut down the video game sector because they're concerned they don't want kids playing video games all night. So they're going to put a curfew on your personal life, you can't play video games from 10 o'clock at night till 8 a.m. For, for young people. And they're gonna go door to door and make sure that you aren't allowed to play your video games. Now, think about the government having that much power and Tencent is uh, China's number one video gaming company. Their stock dropped 21% on this freeze. And for the first time since 2005, they've had a quarter where they went down. 
this is going to be, they don't understand that these countries are mixing capitalism and communism. Oh. And it looks beautiful on the outside, but these people, they're being tortured. They you still go to prison. We're seeing mainland yeah. stuff. We're not seeing the secret stuff where they torture people. The things that allow you to stand up in the United States and complain about the United States, they don't have anywhere else in the world, folks. The fact that you can complain about our system is what makes us great. I mean, I mean, there's, there's more people, there's more people who love President Trump in Hong Kong because because yeah. he's, he's in the voice of because Hong Kong is stepping up against mainland. I mean, it's a serious scenario. When you look, I mean, can you imagine Bernie Sanders, Bernie Sanders, or Elizabeth Warren, or Joe Biden sitting down with the president of China? There's no Democratic Party left. I yeah. mean. They are they're they're anti-American. I mean they're I mean they want to abolish ICE. I mean for all of you that choose to take a look at my podcast, you go to cbjrealnews.com. Right. Take, listen to the interviews of of Marco of uh, I'm, I'm interviewing uh, Natalia here shortly, and the one that's up there now is Santiago. These are Latino, Hispanic, amazing people. My wife and I just went to an event over this weekend. Where we heard from about seven different women who were all I mean very emotional, right, Christy? Yeah. I mean, when, when they talk about Hispanic American, I, I, I have my roots, is, my, my roots is being Hispanic, but my loyalty is to America. Right. I mean, they really talk about, they want the wall built. I mean, Jesse's a former gang member, served time in jail, yeah. shot, and he was in a trauma chopper going, literally going to the hospital. And he said, you're going to die. He cried out to God and said, God, save, I don't want to die. I mean, his story, he's, I interviewed Jesse, and he's going to be speaking here in Florida for the first time. And he's met President Trump three times. He's been wow. out there. He's number one social media influencer for the Latino market. And it's and he just shares the truth. And he, what happened was he goes, he started as he started to, you know, he started to really turn his life around. He's like, I've been lied to in the Democratic Party. I've just been lied to. And now yeah. he's shared the truth and he just and and he talks about President Trump's heart when he was at the White House, because they had Hispanic Heritage Month last last month in right. the White House. There was thousands of Hispanics there and we're blessed to know many of them here from Miami, and actually Martha, who's, who started the heartbeat of Miami. There's more abortion clinics in Florida than anywhere in the country, and in really? mostly in Miami. And she started something called the heartbeat of Miami, where, where, where she just really educates women about, obviously, the pro-life choices. And President Trump says, hey, Martha, come on up and just explain what you're doing. A woman, poor, poor woman almost passed out. President Trump just said, share your heart. And for those yeah. of you that... You know, start to hear these stories like what Jesse said. When Jesse's in a wheelchair and, he's, and it, there's a big line in the White House and people start to get crowded around and take pictures with Trump, he literally broke the Secret Service, Trump, and said, look, give the guy some air. Looked in his eyes and said, Jesse, I'm glad you're here. What you're doing? He said, just stop leaning all over. And he, and he, he looked right in his eye and he got close and, like, he felt his heart. President Trump is a genuine, authentic yeah. person. Like him. You know, because we live, like, we're recording this in our studio here in Florida. Mar-a-Lago is... I'm going to tell you we feel real safe when President Trump is here because right. we're within 10 minutes of Mar-a-Lago. I mean, it's literally, you put on my phone, right. it's like 6.2 miles. Right. And, you know, where I, where I work out, there's some people who work at Mar-a-Lago, some servers and bartenders and waiters and waitresses, and they're like, President Trump and Melania and the family has always been great to us. They, they're, it's the great, greatest place I've ever, everything you hear in the news is fake. And, yeah. you know, you know, we've been down to, to actually, which is one of our greatest days in our lives. We were actually on the airport. We were in the airport last year when, when Air Force One came in. And it's amazing, Brad, to see. And, and we were there like four hours before it came in. You got to go through clearance and everything. And we're there. And they say within 30 to 45 minutes, they shut down 
the air traffic. And for, I even get the goosebumps now. I say the faith bumps because the faith, it just gets wound up. Yeah. For 30, 45 minutes, you don't see any planes. But all of a sudden, out of like, you see, they said, and all of a sudden you make it, one of, the, one of the Secret Service guys look over. I mean, there's tons of them there. I mean, there's, there's, there's buses who line the airport, and there's Secret Service guys in the buses. The guys are up on a building. I mean, they're everywhere. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the security is incredible. And all of a sudden, you see Air Force One come in, and you see here, and you see, and you see the plane come in. Right. It's like you can hear a pin. There's, there's you know, there's more Secret Service. There's about, what, about 100 people at the airport? Yeah. About 100 people. There's security everywhere. And you see the Air Force One just came in. Wow. And I went crazy. I'm like, that is the most powerful man in the world with his wife, Melania, and his crew. That's Air Force One. It was so, so surreal. And then when he yeah. lands, it's out. And it started to rain as soon as he landed. He, he walked right by us, President Trump. But it was just amazing to see the power. And America is yeah. back. I mean, yeah. it's back. Both of you, I get yeah. so wound up. Because for eight years, I didn't say anything. But when I saw what Obama was put into place, when he, when, when, when he destroyed the military, I mean, I mean, he created a vacuum for ISIS. I mean, he had rules of right. engagement. You know, I have 24 Navy SEAL books here in my library, in my office. I've read every single book a Navy SEAL has written. My, my wife's on the board of Operation 300, which was started by uh, Tara Von Baldwin, where her sister, I mean, excuse me, her brother, Aaron Von, SEAL Team 6, was killed in Extortion 17 in August 2011. You want to read a book written by Aaron's dad, Billy Cole, wow. and you want to get wound up, Brad. You read the book Betrayed. Yeah. It exposes the entire Obama administration and the military and how and what went on with 17 special operatives killed on that on that wow. on that chopper. So when you know, I was quiet for many years, Brad. Even when I did events when I saw you in Chicago five years ago, we knew what was going on behind the scenes. I never, but I said, God is going to open it up. It's going to happen. You have to realize yeah. how strong the military is. How much the yeah. law enforcement respects now? There was no respect. I mean, Obama just just fed all of the disrespect for the police. But look yeah. at look at uh, New York City right now with De Blasio when yeah. when when they're, when they're storming the, the subway. Pay your friggin' fee for two seventy five and get arrested. I mean, right. it's, it's ridiculous. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Here, you know what's interesting? A lot of people may be upset when they hear our words or we're talking about this. This is about protecting the go watch something else. Yeah, this is about protecting America. And I want you to understand when Hillary let me, let me go back to the people in the Midwest. Um, this is what happened to me. I'm in New York City. It's a sunny day. I'm working at this company doing some trainings and we finally have a break. I go outside. Two of the people who not only hired me but they love the work I do. They looked at me and we're standing on a beautiful day, mid-afternoon, and they say, "Brad, we just don't understand." Why? How did Trump win the election? Why would anybody vote for this guy? And I said, I just very casually, I smiled. I looked around. I said, look around. We're in New York City. It's one of the most prosperous places in the world. You can see business happening right there in front of you. You walk down. If you lost your job today, you may not be able to get a job in your profession right away, but you could get a job because we are in this, this Mecca, this area, this, this, Ah, land of Oz, where we can do that. You can see it. It's tangible right in front of us. Now, I want you to know from New Jersey, actually Pennsylvania, onward out to Montana, Idaho, Nevada, all that, that's the rest of America. And in that land, you have people who, for two terms, they voted for Obama. They are not racist, even though they're white families. 
They uh, love what they heard. It sounded good. They voted for two terms. And guess what? These are simple people. All they want is to put food on their table, a roof over their, their family's house. They want to see their kids do better than they uh, had done. They want to have a job that's stable. They want to be able to go to church on Sunday. They want to be able to watch a football game. And worrying about their government and their loyalty to their government is at the very bottom of the list. And these aren't people who are racist. They're not homophobic. They're not you know, hating of transgender people. It's just not important to them. The job right. part is important to them. And guess what? When Hillary got off the jet, stood in front of them and said, I'm going to give you four more years of what Obama gave you. They went, no. And Trump showed up and said, give it a shot. Here's what I'm going to do. We're going to bring the jobs back. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. And he's a guy from Queens. He says it, man. And he's, he's ballsy when he says it. Right. So if you don't yeah. like, there's no filter. There's no filter there. And by the way, if you're upset with what I just said, I am actually quoting Michael Moore. He actually told people why Trump won and nobody listened. They said, eh, that can't be true. That's exactly what he said. These Trump supporters were people who voted for Obama for two terms. They're disenfranchised. They're pissed off. They lost their pension. They lost their pension because politicians stole the pension money. They forced all the states to invest in Enron and WorldCom. And when those pensions collapsed, they couldn't talk about it. 44 states were bankrupt after 2008. Okay, so guess what? They started taxing, raising taxes, starting fining everybody. People, poor people are being affected the most by this. This was not a country where we had a debtor's prison. Now we do. If you don't pay certain things, they're going to hound you. They're going to shove you in prison. You're going you're gonna to owe triple that. We have never been a country that was about debt. And now we are. And now we owe the government because the government didn't manage their fiscal responsibility very well. Now, did they? And, and guess and, what? And Here we are. You know, it's amazing, too, you know, what just, you know, why, why Trump got elected is, is he, he spoke what, 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 are you thinking, what people were thinking in their mind. You know, he, yes. spoke, he spoke the truth when he, went, when he went out on that first debate stage with 19 other people and he just started shrinking them and tearing them off and just started yeah. telling the truth. And what's interesting is, because I, I know you're a member of, of a group on Facebook called the Phyllis Elephant for President Trump. Yeah. Let me tell you how to start. I'll tell you a quick story. You know, Corey Landowski, who was one of President Trump's first campaign managers, we went to a private event here at the Colony Hotel in Palm Beach. It was when it was when him and his book. It was when his book with uh, Dave Dave Bozzi's your co-author, right? With Corey and, and Dave re- released their book, "Let Let Trump Be Trump," and that was all over the campaign. The campaign in New York it said, "Let Trump be Trump. Let him do his thing." Right. And he and then he he did a little message about the book, him and Dave, and it, it was done. He was like, "Turn up all the smartphones and stuff, and they're going to take some questions." So people asked some questions. I just stood up. I said, Corey, I mean, you know, I'm old school. I'm from New York. You hear the accent. I said, I'm back then. I said, I'm 52. I said, I've been through some stuff in life. I said, how is she not in jail? Like, I mean, yeah. if we did 100% of what she did. And he just went off about all the stuff, all the protection, the deep swamp. And he says, Trump's going to expose more of it. And then he goes, here's something you never hear anywhere. You're going to love this. And this is what I said. This is, and I'll tell the story how to fill this up and started. When he said we had more people, Hillary had more people on the west side of Manhattan in her campaign to get her elected than the entire Trump campaign in the whole country. Wow. The people elected him. And he said, when you tell people the truth, when I, 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 I would be at these rallies and I see people look at Trump go either he's completely crazy, he doesn't have to do this, but he's speaking what I want to speak, they're going to vote. But they were afraid to say they were going to vote because of the few loudmouth liberals 
So yeah. we talk about being fearless. So we literally got in our truck and I said, Christy's truck, the Cherokee, the white Cherokee, which is Elizabeth Warren. How about a moron she is? She's an, and she yeah. lied a whole time to get $400,000 yeah. a year as a professor. She's a, I mean, she's a moron. So, so we literally got in the truck. I said, let's secure the Phyllis elephant for President Trump. And that's how it all launched. The whole wow. Facebook group of 1,000 members. And we have, a, we have a store called, the, we have a store for Phyllis elephant for Trump. It was that little meeting with 100 people and I, you know, what we have to do as influencers, as marketers, is get the word. I believe there's yeah. a change in the guard. You know, 10 years from now, Conservative Business Journal will be a multi-billion dollar platform. And I don't believe CNN, a a ABC, MSNBC, NBC are going to come together under, under one channel called the Scam Network. Yeah. Because they're not growing. I mean, it was in Wall Street Journal today where Fox revenue went up 14%. 14% and New York Times went down 8%. They're not right. growing. It doesn't matter how big you are. If you're going the wrong way, it's like yeah. once Sports Authority and Gander and Toys R Us went the wrong way, the yeah. media is going the wrong way. And we're going, I mean, every day, literally every day, our conservative business journal, our subscribers are going through the roof of the podcast, people opting into our our, our, uh, our website. And make sure, Brad, I'll, I'll make sure I'll, I'll get you yes. an mailing address. This, this month, this, this month of from November 2019 is a historic month. We, we are releasing a monthly paper, our conservative business journal paper going out to everyone around. We have wow. people on our Yeah, so, I would love to get that. Yeah. This is the first month. Every single month, we are releasing a publication. Like when you give us your article for the, for the, for the online publication, Brad, we're gonna, we'll yeah. take people out, put it in the paper. And every single month, we're putting American and Trump accomplishments to give people content and information. And as the subscribers to the New York Times goes down, Guess what? Ours is going up. It's basic exactly. economics. See, it's, yeah. see, the truth is always the core. It's not. It's not Uber's fault that the taxis failed. It's not yeah. the travel world that Airbnb's crushing them. Yeah. It, it's not. It's not all. It's not all the online websites that Amazon's yeah. crushing them. It's because people were dissatisfied. People I got the real going in this whole thing. I love that. I love your work in your hands, there, brother. Yeah. Um, people don't realize. This is the great part about capitalism. And if you've been taught that capitalism is evil, then probably what you've been studying is either crony capitalism or plutocracy. And that's where uh, corporations control governments and they're run by a secret oligarch. and Which is socialism. Uh, yeah, which is, by the way, that's kind of what we have right now. The, our government is being told what to do by companies. And so what is happening is the people are rejecting the message because they're waking up that the message is false. The That's message right. is, is a lie. When you hear that Jeffrey Epstein's story <laughs> was squashed and ABC or CBS is supposed to go after the truth, supposed to go after the news. And I actually had somebody reach out to me recently and said, what, what was the big deal about Jeffrey Epstein? Like they didn't know. It's like, yeah, this is the largest pedophile ring in the world. When they say underage women or young women, they're talking about children. They're using soft language as George Carlin said, so you don't get to the truth. This is a global pedophile ring that was used to blackmail the top leaders of the world. And on his list of people who went to his island multiple times, double digit times, were Bill Clinton. Uh, Terrible. Oh, yeah. Uh, Actually, it's yeah. so disgusting. All of you people wake up with that fact. Epstein, Epstein, in one of the most secure prisons in the world and I, and I and i know recently on all the fox shows and judge Jeanine on fox and friends and all of them they're really exposing where there's no way the guy jumped off his bed and created you know and no created there's that no way i mean it's guys you got to realize 
President Trump is exposing a deep swamp, and it, 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 it's a biblical prophecy now what's going on. I mean, David took out Goliath. I mean, yeah. Goliath is the big mouth government in the swamp. I mean, it's, it's going, and there's going to be people listening. That somebody asked me today. I said, I'll go with Conservative Business Journal. It's the largest media publication, plus we're going to rise up businesses. You know, like we're going to rise up entrepreneurs with the right heart and the right messages to fund conservative businesses so we can really create some change in this world. I mean, it is the yeah. greatest time ever. We're the, only really country, we're the only country in the world where, you know, if you, if you stand up one day and you say, I want to, I want to create a, a, a new pizza joint and I'm going to take it public and make it the, 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 one of the largest pizza yeah. delivery places in the world. You can do that. Papa John's man. Who, who would have thought that somebody could edge their way between Domino's and pizza hut? And he did. You can't do that anywhere else in the world. They would shoot you. Uh, right. and, and I'll prove it to you. When Back in the 90s, uh, I owned a company called K2 Design, and we went public on NASDAQ and all that. But before we went public, we were in charge. We were hired by Ogilvy to do the live event between Gary Kasparov, the, the, the big chess uh, uh, master, against IBM's Deep Blue. We did that for two years in a row. Well, the first year we did it, we said, well, we better hire people who know chess. I mean, really no chess and programming. So we hired a group of Russian programmers to come in and they were new to America. And one of our employees, Nikolai, he was, uh, he was Russian American, you know, or he came over here, became an American citizen and loved, you know, wearing black leather jackets and smoking American cigarettes. And, you know, he, he loved America. Well, I had been away on my honeymoon. And when I got back, my business partner, Doug, he goes, have, have you met the Russian programmers yet? I said, no. He said, well, guess what? Wait, wait, wait. I, I, I won't explain it. I'm just going to show you. And I walked in the door to the programming room and somebody said in Russian, this is one of the owners. Four Russian programmers stood up just immediately and stood at attention like a military drill. Like I was on a submarine, you know, just jumped to their feet like this, like oh, yeah. they were being dressed down. And I said, whoa, 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 gentlemen, you are in America now. You don't have to do that. And I said, sure. but for the rest of you employees, I like <laughs> this. I like what's going on here. You know, and everybody started don't laughing. But attention. Yeah. So later I asked Nikolai, I said, Nick, why do those guys jump to attention so quickly? He says, Brad, in, in Russia, in Soviet Russia, if you, uh, if boss, if you work for a boss, that boss got his money from mob they got it from russian mob and if you did not obey the rules you were killed or your family was killed and your house would be burned to ground and i was like are you kidding me that is what it's like when you see prosperity in these other countries it's because they have a mob mentality because they've sold their soul to have a business in a lot of these countries america allows the average person to guess what have a business and climb out of the caste levels that are here. You can go from poor to rich overnight because I mean, you have the freedom why, to do you know, so. I mean, that's why, that's why it, it's, it's so important that everybody has to really speak the truth, share the truth, you know, get, get yeah. yourself educated and, and realize that this is really going to be the next two to four or five years. And I've been studying and teaching business for close to 20 years now. There's never been the economic ingredients. It's like my wife, Christy, makes a great meal. I could smell it. I mean, she's like, stay away right. from the kitchen. The ingredients I'm putting together, it's in the oven. 
it's cooking right now. Those of you have to realize when we say this, there's more people. There's the least amount of people on welfare in America's history. The unemployment is the is is the lowest it's been in history. The yes. the stock market, stocks and bonds are rallying together. Never happened before. The numbers of the S and P, the Nasdaq, the blue chips are through the roof. The economic machine is unreal. The number one and number two for ISIS eliminated. The military stronger than ever. The, right. The, actually, the border arrests are down because of obviously. Yeah, I, I heard of this. I mean, so you look at the facts. I tell people, tell me, you know, and I don't even waste like my breath. I'm like, people, look, if you're going to yell at me, give me a fact. I said, you get 30 seconds, I'll give you 30 seconds. Give me a fact. Why, right. tell, what, so what do you want? Just because you, because I've had people over the years that dislike me, dislike my wife. People talk about, see, okay, you don't like President Trump. Get over it. He's the president. There's an administration on this. Right. What don't you like about the results? What do you want? Babies killed? You want, you want, I mean, look at Long Island with MS-13 gang members. Look at I, ICE. No one I knew Nassau County. Nassau yeah. County is one of the prosperous, one of the most wealthiest counties in, the, in New York State. There's more MS, there was more MSN thir- MS-13 gang members ever before. I mean, I interviewed Maureen Maloney, who's an angel mom, where, where her son was right. killed by an illegal alien who was drunk driver, and he, he was deported twice, came back in, lived in a sanctuary city. I mean, can you imagine yeah. our grandparents, Brad? Can you imagine our grandparents? Oh, by the way, this is sanctuary city. That you know, a sanctuary is a place of worship. It's like the right. word sanctuary, old Hebrew, means a place of worship, where where, where the Jews and the and the priests went to went to worship went to worship God. There was a sanctuary. Right. Right. I mean, a sanctuary city is where is where this politicians worshiping illegal aliens and immigrants. It's horrific when you look at it. Yeah, I mean, who would ever have thought this? Sanctuary cities where where the mayor, like when President Trump, and it's on our journal, he did an incredible 55-plus message last week in Chicago to all the law enforcement around the country and called out Jesse Smollett, called out the chief of police of Chicago and the mayor. I mean, they are saying to abolish ICE, and they're telling their law enforcement, do not work with immigration. Do not work with ICE. Who would have thought that's how it happens? That's why, but we're rising up. People don't understand. There's about four or five laws that have been forced upon our federal government from the United Nations. Now, how would you like to know that a fourth level of government has a bigger plan for the United States and is telling us what to do? Wouldn't you be upset by that, right? So guess what? The sanctuary cities are not a federal government idea. It is a United Nations idea, and it's being dictated. The terms are being dictated to our federal government. How do you like to know that, guess what, the United Nations is made up mostly of, 70% of them are representatives from countries that are dictatorships that we have given money to so that they can afford the dues to pay to be in the United Nations. They don't understand individual rights. They don't understand uh, any of the things and the lifestyle that we live. They don't even know why we put up with our citizens complaining. Um, These are countries where if you're homosexual, they kill you. They throw you off a building. These are the people who are going to dictate terms in the new world order. So uh, some of you think this is a conspiracy theory. You can actually go buy on yeah. Amazon uh, the, um, the Doctrine of Agenda 21 from the United Nations. I think it costs about $175. You can get what they have planned for us, uh, Agenda 2030, Agenda 21, as I mentioned before. But uh, there's a lot of things that are coming down the, the pike that actually Trump stopped. And um, what I really want to talk about, you know, you and I are old enough to remember fair and balanced news. 
you could not have a Republican on or conservative unless you also had a Democrat uh, on as well, a liberal. And they would talk about the issues. And because they came on together and had a civil discussion, I know this sounds crazy to some of you who are younger. We used to have civil dialogue. But guess what? If a, a Republican came on, they would give their point of view on a new law or bill that was being put in place. And you could hear it was being fiscally responsible and the logic of it all and everything. And then the left side would tell you why we must have compassion for this issue. So throughout our, our life here in the United States, we had this little tug of war back and forth between the right and the left. And we just pulled and we stayed in this narrow lane. Sure. Well, now, right around the 80s, they said you didn't have to do that anymore. So the right started to talk, have their talking points, and then the left started to go way over here. And I'm not saying both sides are perfect and both sides are bad, but I'm saying we did this. And now we don't even know how to have a discussion anymore, I don't think. You want well, to talk the, about that? The issue is that there's really no – the Democrats don't discuss. They convict and yell. Yeah. There's really no discussion. You know, the reason why, you know, conservatives will lay out facts – and, and, and lay out facts and lay out the goals and dreams of individuals and businesses. Democrats just start yelling and screaming. Right. There's no, because a debate is an open discussion about a topic one wants to prove a point based upon facts and achieve a goal or an, or, or, or an objective. Right. And that's when we used to have a Democrat and Republican. And now there's just a leftist socialist. And then there's the conservative values of America. Because there are rhinos, you know, Republicans. Right. Name, right? So... It is conservative values. Like we as conservative businesses, conserving American values, hard work, courage, faith, you know, family, law enforcement. I mean, that's, it's conservative values. It's like, you know, because, because what President Trump is exposed to is the rhinos. He exposed the, the, the Republicans in name only. Yeah. Most people didn't even know what a rhino was in the beginning. So yeah. there's no talking points. I mean, I mean, right now, like the Democrats just want to like prove a point to really destroy things. I mean, yeah. they, they rally up and fight and ridicule and lie and, and, and just and just bash people. Meanwhile, there's no results of growth. And what's going on right, right now is because of President Trump and the conservative values, they were, he's really putting into place and he's exposing the truth. He's producing results. Yeah. I mean, I mean I, I, I've had many people in the last six months to a year that did vote Democrat, did vote for Clinton in 2016 who are like, there's no way I could vote for anybody that's on a party. I mean, we had someone yeah. come up to us once and said to me, well, I can't vote for any of those three kids. They seem so young. I said, you mean the squad? They're not even running for presidency. Right. It's just that the media gives them so much attention. People yeah. think that people think that that, that AOC and, 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 and Omar and, and Talab, whatever her name is, Talib, they think they're running for presidency. I mean, they're, no. they're, they're, they're anti-American, anti-capitalism. They are anti-everything that built this country. All you have to realize that there's not one thing, but they will manipulate, you know, witchcraft. Yeah. You know, the way, the very, you know, the word craft is when you, when you take some, you take old stuff and you craft it, it makes it look good. That's, and witchcraft yeah. is manipulation of words and, you know, charismatic, you know, we as speakers. First time yeah. I heard Obama speak, I said to my wife, Christy, I said, he's, he's using it. He's using, he's using a spirit of, of charisma for negative, he's using persuasive neuro-linguistic programming, which is techniques to convince someone's mind to make a decision they never thought they would, and yeah. then and, and feel good about it. Because obviously as a speaker, for so many years as a communicator, yeah. I can see that. Because you take the teleprompter off Obama, he didn't know what to say. He said a lot of ums you know, and ands when and, those teleprompters were gone. 
Uh, I mean, now uh, Trump just uh, goes. Trump just talks. Trump. Trump just. I love what you're doing. Yeah. I love what you're doing. Yeah, he goes off. I love he's it. Just, you know, he's just. I mean, he's. He's just. You know, like when you said early when we did the intro. You know. You know, one shot Johnny. I've always. I mean, I've done so many interviews and so many podcasts, and I always tell people if you have to rehearse and script, it's not in your heart. See, yeah. I have no notes here tonight. Like you know, me and Brad went back and forth setting us up. We, Brad and I, did not converse yeah. at all before we hit recording. Yeah. See, someone who's a scripted speaker is not is not a teacher. You know, I no. believe President Trump now is loves the country, always always loved America. You know, I, and and now he's he's just really this is his job. You know, the yeah. one of the worst things that I can't stand that went on, and you may notice, you know, my my brother passed away of the c word. I wouldn't even say the word c a n c e r. But right. I was he he was fourteen. I was eleven. It's all in my books. What's horrific. Eric Trump raised over $20 million for the St. Jude's Research and Children's Hospital. And St. Jude's is one of the best because all the money goes to the kids. Right. The, the radical lib, liberal left morons made him shut that down. And per, per you know, when, when, he, when he did all his numbers through accounting purposes, he had the lowest rate of money taken to any of the administrative people. It, it all went back to the hospital. Yep. They shut that. If you don't think, you're talking about the word compact. They don't care about anybody. It's it's it, you get to a point where well, it's, it's ludicrous. Yeah. Well, I'm going to say this. There's a difference between the liberal leaders and the liberal followers. The liberal leaders know what they're doing. They're actually taking money. Uh, they're getting rich by keeping you poor. They're getting rich yeah. by creating programs that enrich their friends. And we've discovered that with the Ukrainian uh, stuff. That uh, what happened uh, with Hunter. And Joseph Biden, you know, they're 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 funneling money and, and enriching themselves. Why? While they try to make you as poor as possible, but they've got handouts for you. So Hunter did one interview. Did yeah. one interview and said, "No, nah, probably wouldn't have got the job if Biden wasn't my last name." Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's, 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 yeah, it's true. At least he was honest. He's I mean, dumb enough to be honest. I mean, just, yeah. I mean, guys got guys got no idea, but. We've got to wrap it up, Ron. I know we're going about yeah. an hour. I know I've got to. Let, let me, let me uh, finish up real quick. You know, thank you, awesome, brother. Yeah, thank you, Christy. Uh, it just astounds me that the liberal followers, though, oh. they think these people are loving and compassionate. And I, I, I love, you know, Democrats, liberals, because they lead with their heart. They love people. They love being compassionate. They, they believe we should all be in brotherly love and we should, uh, you know, women should have choices and we should all be just having fun in this world. They don't understand that they're being hoodwinked by some very evil people because I love my fellow man too. There are certain things I believe in and I'm kind of liberal about, but I will never vote that way. I'm not that dumb. I know what they're going to do with my vote. Okay. Your government is not your friend. It never was. It never will be. It's trying to manipulate you. And those of you who think that government is the only way to solve certain problems, they solve certain problems, they muck the rest of it up. So, you know, we're living in some very crazy times right now. We're trying to get America back. John, what do you want to say in closing? Because I, I'm, I'm so jazzed you were on tonight. Thank you. No, it's all, it's all because I just, I, I didn't even know we were going, which is probably, I didn't look at the time for the first time because I know I just have another call to get on, but you're, Tonight, for all of you, Brad, thank you for what you're doing. Thank you. We've been going okay. out for 60, 70, 70, whatever, 70, 75 minutes, which is a tremendous amount of content. All of you listening, share it and pull some nuggets out and listen yeah. to all of Brad's teachings and realize that America, I mean, America, you know, we're going we're to keep America great. Like I have right here on my desk, you know, Trump yeah. 2020, you know, four more Let's years. I mean, 
I mean, it, America is it just is phenomenal. And just just do your do your due diligence. Yeah, do your due diligence. And and ask people. So, what do you want? You know, when people talk about what do you look at the the economy, the law enforcement, the any of you Judeo Christian faith, what went on with Israel and the 150 yeah. conservative judges. I mean, the the first thing President President Trump did was was put executive orders and pull back all the all the uh, abortion stuff he put in place. America's the yeah. most Trump life ever. Second Amendment stronger than ever. Everybody's working. Unemployment's a lot. I mean, what? Yeah. Imagine if imagine if the news and we'll conclude. Imagine if the news gave President Trump just point oh one percent of positive. I mean, Ukraine. It's just ridiculous. Ukraine, yeah. Russia, stormy. It's just it's well, get to the point which they is all, crazy. They always try to make a Republican president out to be crazy, low IQ, nuts. They and uh, uh, an Israeli news source actually pointed that out. Um, that's what they do. I was on I-24 News at a Tel Aviv, Israel. No kidding. About about the economy. And, and before I, I was on, I, because I'm talking about, the, I think we had the earpiece and I'm going to news. And you sit in a chair for like 20 minutes because the studios, because we're recording this at the studio, yeah. we sit up here in the office. Then, then there's the, the Fox studio. What do you do? Just, you know, yeah. the, the shots you've seen like Bongino and Hannity, all the stuff they do down there. from the shots in Florida. So, I was sitting for like 15 minutes, and there was and there was a liberal Democrat going after Republican. Trump was really nice. I'm like, like I'm like, unmute me. Let me just jump in before my segment. The person was just so confrontational that they shut down a nice person. And I'm a very yeah. factual person, like just fact after fact. So yeah. All of you, do your homework. Do you, and really ask yourself, yeah. what do you want for your family and your country? And say, okay, this is what I want. I want safety. I want protection. I want prosperity. Which candidate's going to give that for you? That's what people think. Yeah. That's, that's it. So, Brad, thank you very much. And all of you thank guys, you. definitely. We have some great podcasts. You visit cbjrealnews.com or conservativebusinessjournal.com, and we're just rocking and rolling. And, Brad, I, I really want to thank you for, for having me as a guest. I want to thank you for reaching out. Thank you for what sure. you're doing, exposing the truth. And I'll be sharing this interview everywhere. And I'm thank looking you. forward to you as a contributor and a writer on a journal. Which, I look which, forward to it. I look forward to it. Ladies and gentlemen, reach out to John DeLemme. Thank you so much be, for being on Awakened Nation, my friend. And thank you for your, your wonderful wife, Christy, running everything in the background. I know she, hello, Christy. Thank you. And take care, everybody. See you on the next episode of Awakened Nation. Thank you so much for being a big part of the Awakened Nation movement. This is how you can help me and our extraordinary guests. If you guys enjoyed this episode, please share it out on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And let's grow this movement by word of mouth. Our success will be because of you. Thank you, and see you next week.